Thank you for listening to Cinematic Reviews. I'm here with a very special review of the movie Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame is true to its name as the final chapter in this phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not counting Spider-Man Far From Home, I think. And so far, we're seeing record-shattering box office numbers. To this date, it has made over $1.3 billion worldwide. And I'm curious to see if those numbers are front-heavy, meaning the biggest sales are in the, the first couple of days here or this first weekend, and, and then they die down. Or, or maybe the movie has longer legs than that, it can, and it can support and sustain those sales that we've seen this opening weekend, and we'll see how long those sales can be sustained. And I wouldn't be surprised if this movie goes on to make $3 billion. If any movie could do it, Endgame can. It is epic in proportion and represents a culmination of 20-plus films over the last couple of decades. And what an incredible feat. And just so you know, I won't be spoiling this movie in this review. Together with the Geek, the Nerd, and the Tangent, we plan to do a spoiler-heavy episode in the coming days, and you can always check that out uh, at Geek Nerd Tangent. You can find us on Twitter, at least, at Geek Nerd Tangent. You can find the podcast at anchor.fm slash geeknerdtangent. And you can also see Brett and I's first reaction on opening night to the movie and uh, you know, get kind of our raw emotion, our raw take at, after watching it for the first time. And you can find me on Twitter while I'm plugging things, I guess. Find me on Twitter at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two Ts. I'll also preface this review by saying that if you haven't seen this movie yet and you're going into it or you're thinking of seeing it, you need to be aware going in that if you haven't seen the other movies in the MCU, at a bare minimum, the other Avengers movies, in particular Avengers Infinity War, you're likely to end up with quite a bit of confusion. You'll still see a coherent story, but you may find yourself wondering who certain characters are and why they're interacting the way that they do. And if you find yourself a little bit rusty with some of the happenings in the past of, of these movies, either find some time to catch up on the movies or at the very least, get on YouTube and find a great recap video to get you know refreshed on what's going on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This movie is historic in nature. I don't think there's any other franchise in the history of movie making that can claim to have an interconnected, interweaving collection of 22 separate movies that for the most part, and to varying degrees of course, have all shared financial and critical success and have audiences of nerds of all types loving these things for years. This is truly an unparalleled success story that I would love to get an inside look at. Kevin Feige, please write an autobiographical book about how these films achieved such an unprecedented level of success, similar to what Ed Cadmull did with Pixar. You know, he wrote a book called Creativity Inc., showing the history of how he brought it from, from, from the beginnings to where it is today. And I think that was a really fascinating take. And I would love to see the perspective uh, from Kevin Feige about, about how this has gone forward, or at least somebody up in, the, in those upper levels. I just love that inside look. All right, on to the movie itself. If you don't know 
Avengers Endgame is really the direct sequel to Avengers Infinity War. The events that occurred in Infinity War directly influenced the events of the movie, of this movie. In fact, we pick up immediately after Infinity War. We follow the remaining Avengers as they struggle to pick up the pieces left in the wake of Thanos' jewel-encrusted glove snap. Losses are astronomical, and hope is nearly non-existent. And again, I'm going to tread lightly so as to not get into spoiler territory, so bear with me if I seem to beat around the bush a bit, but there's a lot of bushes and there's a lot of ground around them that needs to be beat. As a general rule with superhero movies, there aren't often real stakes at hand. You know, you always know that the good guy's going to win, the bad guy's going to get beat, and everything's going to be okay. And if there are stakes, they're somehow just short-lived because someone comes along and saves the day and makes everything perfect. Also, superheroes by nature are not very relatable to us mere mortals, which can be a fun reason why we watch them, but it's not the relatable reason that we watch them. And these are issues that the MCU has actually overcome quite often. They've done a really good job. Particularly, I think they've done that in this movie. In fact, one thing that these Avengers movies as a whole have taught me uh, from a critical perspective is that in general, superhero movies are only interesting, not just entertaining, not just kind of a fun little bit of escapism, but they're not interesting unless the struggles that we see the characters facing are of an internal nature, because those internal struggles are the things that we can personally relate to on a human level. Of course, there's always going to be an external villain, right? There's going to be that mustache-twisting villain, but we see when we see the other superhero characters face things internally, we can really relate to that. And, you know, we've experienced those feelings one way or another in our own lives. And when the relatability is there from the internal struggle perspective, I think the outside struggle also becomes a lot more interesting. And, and you know, superhero movies have tried to do that to varying levels of, of success. But I really think this one brings it to the next level. Avengers Endgame brings a tangible gravity to the hearts of these characters and the things that happen around them. They really have an effect on their emotions and the choices that they make as a result of feeling those emotions. I hope I'm explaining this right, but I mean, really, this movie is just special in a lot of ways, but I think mostly for that. That reason, the reason that both times I saw the movie, there were people in the theater sobbing is because they're shining a light on the vulnerability of these characters, these superheroes, in ways that we don't often see in these types of epic superhero movies. And I guess, you know, Eric shared with me an article about a lady who actually had to be admitted to the hospital because she was sobbing so hard she was hyperventilating, which is just, let's just face it, that's insane. (laughs) But it happens, right? Like people are really feeling things as they watch these movies. Of course, I'm not going to lie to you, this movie's not perfect. And even though there are real stakes and we have compelling individual stories from each of the heroes, there are way too many convenient things that occur in this movie. So many convenient things that if the story itself were weaker, I would have rolled my eyes and thought it was just laughable. And not in a good way. 
when things are too convenient and getting heroes where they need to go, I think in general, audiences tend to struggle to suspend their disbelief. Or in other words, to believe that what they're watching is, I mean, we know it's not real, but there there becomes more of a disconnect between the fiction and our reality. But to Endgame's credit, I was able to suspend my disbelief in spite of all the convenient plot points because everything else is so compelling, it's hilarious, and it's emotional. And I don't want to neglect to mention how hilarious this movie is. There are some really spot-on humor moments that are just perfect. In relation to that, I think Thor in this movie is one of the best things that the MCU has ever done. I just loved every second he was on screen. And not to take away from the other characters and the other humorous moments throughout, but that was just my personal favorite thing. And before I conclude, here's a public service announcement, especially for the Utahns out there that tend to have uh, more children than the rest of the country and world. Get a babysitter. I don't want to sit in the theater while your child struggles to stay quiet for three hours. You can't expect your child to do that. Children don't sit still for three hours, especially in a movie that they really don't care about. They might think the characters are cool, but they're not not—they're really not going to relate to this movie, I don't think, for the most part. Find someone to watch the children before heading out to see this movie. Some young kids may like it, but I think, honestly, it's probably going to be too scary for most young children. There are some pretty intense violent moments in the film and if your kid cannot sit through a three-hour movie and enjoy it do us all a favor and leave the kid at home with another responsible human being so that we can all enjoy the movie a little more you'll enjoy it more we'll enjoy it more it's really a win-win situation guys leave the kids at home unless you feel like they're really up for a three-hour movie All right, had to get that off my shoulders because the second time I saw this movie was in Utah and I noticed pandemonium from children in the audience. It got a little out of control. So maybe either, so if you don't want to be with kids in the audience, maybe see the movie a little bit later too. That could be another option. While people are putting their kids to bed, you go see this movie. All right, I'll move on from that. But I I, I do want to conclude just by saying that in general, I'm not the biggest superhero movie fan. I don't really care that much about superheroes. And if you listen to The Geek, The Nerd, and The Tangent, you may recall our, I think it's our third episode where we talked about Infinity War. And I expressed this this kind of sentiment where I had a little bit of superhero burnout because there's only so much they can do to be interesting. The stakes are never that high and it's never that great. But I, I... I, I guess I'm just usually not that impressed by superhero movies. And, and that isn't to say they're not good. I don't mean that because I do have a good time when I go see them. But it's not something that afterwards I feel the need to dwell on or to stew over or anything like that. It's just, oh, yeah, that was a fun two hours. That's it. Right. I don't need to think about it again because there's usually nothing that profound. I think the one that has really done that to me is the Batman trilogy that Christopher Nolan did, in particular, The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. Those movies really struck an, an extra chord in me because there, there was some, some real stakes. There was a deep gravity 
felt in those movies. And granted, they're a far different tone than the MCU. So it's kind of comparing apples to oranges. But my point is that usually superhero movies to me are fun, but nothing more than that. But Endgame is special, you guys. It is special. And, and that's what I'm trying to say here by saying that. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just I'm trying to say usually that's how I feel. But Endgame is different because it really is a special movie for a lot of reasons. It represents the culmination of decades of work. It is the coming together of so many great stories into what I think may be the best story of them all in the MCU. It represents so much great talent from an acting perspective, from a production team or crew perspective, from a filmmaker perspective. And I think the Russo brothers really exceeded my expectations with this movie by a few orders of magnitude. They really did something special. They got audiences cheering in the way that we want them to, uh, you know, when we go and see any of these franchises, like, you know, like a Star Wars or something, you know, we, we want audiences to feel excited about what's coming onto the screen. They've succeeded. They've done a great job. And all these things considered, and in spite of the convenient plot points of the movie, I am giving Avengers Endgame a well-deserved A-. Hey, everybody. Did you enjoy this movie review? If so, please take the time to review my podcast on iTunes using the link in the episode description. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Cinematic. That's Cinematic with two Ts to stay up to date on my latest content and other happenings. Thank you for listening. I see you at the movies.